MSW Media. Thanks to Green Chef for sponsoring our podcast. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Go to greenchef.com slash dailybean60 and use code dailybean60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Friday, January 13th, 2023. Today, Merrick Garland has appointed a special counsel to investigate the classified documents found in Joe Biden's home and office. The January 6th committee has withheld some evidence from the public and has handed over to Jack Smith. Bannon refuses to talk to his lawyers in his own case. A huge round of subpoenas are issued in the Trump investigations and the Proud Boys trial kicks off and it's already weird. I'm your host, Allison Gill. Hi, everybody. It's AEG. Dana's out today, so it's me, Zool. And, uh, you know, there's a huge story right now, and I did a big thread about it on Twitter, at Mueller, she wrote. Go follow me and read it if you haven't. A huge, huge swath of new subpoenas has come out of Jack Smith's office, the special counsel investigating Trump. And uh, these subpoenas are seeking information in 12 categories, including the Election Defense Fund. And I've been waiting for this. This is that fake thing that Trump said existed and didn't exist. And he raised money on it. They talked about it during the January 6th hearings. Remember, he he said he did like put together this thing like the day after the election, called it the Election Defense Fund. And apparently it doesn't even exist, according to the January 6th committee and the evidence that they gathered. And that right there is a pretty open and shut crime. Just defrauding donors, wire fraud, mail fraud, et cetera. So even just that one little thing is part of this huge giant swath of subpoenas. He wants to include information about the funding of the ellipse rallies, right? And that's gonna ha- that's gonna have to do with Ginny Thomas because she sent buses and helped fund that thing. And then he also wants to know about multiple other Trump PACs. We knew that the Save America PAC was under investigation, and the Save America PAC was paying a lot of January 6th witness lawyers including Cassidy Hutchinson's first lawyer, Passantino, who ended up trying to get her to suborn perjury, if you ask me, and it's my personal opinion, but that's being investigated now. But also, all of these other Trump PACs are now being asked about and any other groups affiliated with those Trump PACs, like perhaps the Election Defense Fund, and whether witness lawyers, they're looking into that obstruction, like Passantino, whether the witnesses' lawyers were paid out of those funds or the Save America PAC. And I will go over all of this in detail with Andy McCabe on this Sunday's episode of Jack. So you want to stick around, stay tuned for that. There will be a weekly wrap-up episode for patrons for the Daily Beans this weekend. And uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking to Andrew McCabe about the this new round of subpoenas and everything else that's happening with regard to special counsel. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We have a lot of news ourselves to get to. Let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed a special counsel. You get a special counsel and you get a special counsel. Everybody gets special counsel. This special counsel is going to investigate how classified documents came to be located at Biden's Delaware residence and a think tank office in D.C. where he worked for a few years at Penn. Garland named former Justice Department official Robert Herr 
to conduct the high-profile inquiry after the White House confirmed Biden's private attorneys found a very small number of materials marked with classified designations, both in storage at Biden's Wilmington, Delaware garage and in an adjacent room, as well as in a locked closet at the Penn-Biden Center in D.C. The attorneys said in both cases they turned over the Obama-Biden administration era records to the National Archives immediately. The Justice Department said her is assigned to probe, quote, possible unauthorized removal and retention of classified documents or other records. Her released a statement promising to handle the probe with fair, impartial and dispassionate judgment. He said, I intend to follow the facts swiftly and thoroughly without fear or favor, and I will honor the trust placed in me to perform this service, unquote. Biden's counsel, Richard Sauber, said the president will cooperate fully with the special counsel. Quote, we're confident that a thorough review will show that these documents were inadvertently misplaced and the president and his lawyers acted promptly upon discovery of the mistake. That's what Sauber said in a statement. And if that is the case, then that is not a crime. Justice Department regulations call for the appointment of special counsel when an investigation would present a conflict of interest or other extraordinary circumstances. In the Mar-a-Lago case, Garland told reporters, that Trump's 2024 presidential bid and Biden's expected decision to seek re-election helped convince him to call a special counsel, Jack Smith. Justice Department officials said the appointment of special counsel in the Biden matter was likewise required under federal regulations. Garland said the appointment underscores DOJ's commitment to accountability in particularly sensitive matters. Uh, You don't have to have evidence of a crime being committed to appoint a special counsel. Chicago U.S. Attorney John Lausch, who was appointed during the Trump administration and who's remained on the job into the Biden term, has been conducting an initial review of the Biden documents matter. He's planning to leave government service for the private sector this year and thus could not continue to work on the Biden documents. But he made a recommendation to Merrick Garland that this warranted a special counsel investigation. Most recently, Herr has been in private law practice in D.C. He served as U.S. Attorney in Maryland from 2018 to 2021. His positions at the Justice Department include Assistant U.S. Attorney in Maryland from 2007 to 2014, and he was the PAYDAG, Principal Associate Deputy Attorney General from 2017 to 2018. Earlier in his career, Herr was a clerk for Chief Justice Rehnquist, and later counsel to then Assistant Attorney General Chris Wray. Up next, from Cheney at Politico, after dumping a massive trove of records on the public in the final days of December, the 1-6 Committee still hasn't disclosed 30 gigabytes worth of evidence. Prosecutors revealed that in a Thursday court filing. The evidence was appended to the committee's 255 witness transcripts. Justice Department prosecutors wrote that in their four-page filing, noting that while the transcripts have been publicly revealed, the accompanying exhibits do not appear to have been released publicly. Those exhibits include voluminous disclosures made by committee witnesses, that's according to the Department of Justice, Prosecutors' review of the materials is ongoing, Assistant U.S. Attorney Catherine Rakosi said. Um, hey, they're looking at it. They're looking at that 30 gigs over at the DOJ. The panel's apparent decision not to make significant swaths of it public stands in stark contrast to repeated promises by members to release the bulk of the material. While the panel did release significant subset of evidence in the mad dash closing days of the last Congress, key pieces of evidence remain hidden from public view, and the panel can no longer release it. It was disbanded at the start of this Congress, and its files have been transferred to the National Archives. Among materials that have gone unreleased, text messages from Ivanka Trump that the committee referenced in her interview, extensive text messages between the White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson and key figures in the Trump administration, text messages between top Mike Pence aide 
one of his top aides, and an aide to Senator Ron Johnson, which the panel noted in one of its public hearings. That was the one where he wanted them to hand-deliver fraudulent elector certifications to Pence himself. The witness transcripts of Secret Service agent Robert Engel were not released, despite suggesting that his testimony contradicted that of another key witness, Tony Ornato. Now, DOJ made the disclosure to oppose a bid by members of the Oath Keepers. This the filing was in an Oath Keeper, the Oath Keepers case, to postpone their upcoming trial, not the ones who've already been convicted, the second Oath Keepers trial. Several members of the Oath Keepers indicated they wanted to delay their February trial to have a longer opportunity to review the evidence provided by the select committee that had not already been made public, but prosecutors said the vast majority of it was irrelevant to their case. Quote, the government's preliminary review of the materials has not revealed much beyond the transcripts of these dozen witnesses that appears relevant in the issues likely to arise in this trial. That's Rakosi again. And from Danielle Dunn, the state criminal trial, that's the Manhattan DA's indictment of Bannon over his alleged involvement in charity fraud with the We Build the Wall scheme, has been delayed because he's refusing to speak to his own attorneys. Bannon and his Florida-based nonprofit, We Build the Wall, is charged with defrauding donors who gave money to construct a wall along the Mexico border. In September, Attorney General Tish James said Bannon raised more than $15 million through the scheme and used proceeds to enrich himself and his friends. He faces, Bannon faces a maximum of 15 years in prison. Uh, probably not close to that, probably be more like four to seven, maybe depending on aggravating factors. But during a Thursday appearance in Manhattan Supreme Court, Bannon's attorney said they no longer communicate directly with their client due to irreconcilable differences over how to approach the case. Bannon has reached out to at least seven law firms in the past several weeks to find a new lawyer, according to his current counsel. Quote, there's been a direct breakdown in communication, said David Schoen, one of Bannon's three outgoing lawyers who appeared in court Thursday. Bannon, who has pled not guilty, entered the lower Manhattan courtroom Thursday morning voicing support for protesters in Brazil who falsely claimed the results of the presidential election there were rigged. Those are freedom fighters down there, Bannon said. Inside the courtroom, prosecutors complained that Bannon's refusal to engage with his legal team has already caused procedural delays, but said they wouldn't fight the request for new representation. State Supreme Court Judge Juan Merchant gave Bannon until February 28th to find new attorneys. A similar set of federal charges were brought against Bannon, 68, and three other people in the Southern District of New York, federal. In August of 2020, he was arrested on board a yacht by the post office cops and pled not guilty, but was dropped from the case after receiving a pardon from Donald Trump. Presidential pardons will not apply for these state charges. And from Politico, prosecutors argued Thursday that leaders of the Proud Boys, loyal to Trump, mounted a sophisticated effort to stop the transfer of power to Biden that culminated in an organized push to breach the Capitol. These lords of war joined together to stop the transfer of presidential power. That's McCulloch said in opening arguments, citing Proud Boy's own description of themselves, lords of war, sent in messages prior to the attack. During pretrial arguments, defense attorneys contended that prosecutors have overstated the group's role in the Capitol attack and criminalized their political support for Trump. While members of the group were present at the Capitol, they argued, it wasn't part of a broader conspiracy to prevent Biden from assuming power. That's what they actually argued. Tario's attorney, Sabino Warangi, laid the blame for the violence at the Capitol squarely at Trump's feet, calling his client, Tario, a scapegoat. That's like you hire a hitman, the hitman kills the person, and you say, well, the hitman didn't do it, the person who hired him did. That's, that's their argument. 
Quote, President Trump told these people the election was stolen. And that's what his lawyers, Tario's lawyer said. Trump told them to go there on January 6th. And it was Trump in his speech on January 6th that unleashed this mob over there to the Capitol. But he's not on trial here today. Trump will be a looming presence in the background of the trial. The House January 6th Select Committee's report underscored his influence on the group, while some of the former president's closest allies, like Roger Stone, maintain relationships with Tario and other key leaders. The panel's report showed that Tario's co-defendants, Ethan Nordine and Joe Biggs, maintained contact with pro-Trump figures like Alex Jones and Owen Schroyer in the days leading up to the attack on the Capitol. Owen Schroyer is an InfoWars associate. Prosecutors also introduced jurors to Jeremy Bertino, who has pled guilty to seditious conspiracy and is expected to be a crucial witness at trial. Bertino previously testified to the January 6th Select Committee, and they referenced Charles Donahoe, also of North Carolina, who was charged alongside the five men until he pled guilty to conspiracy to obstruct Congress's January 6th session. Both men, McCulloch said, played key roles, instigating the mob attack on the Capitol and directing movements at key breach points. We will keep you posted on this trial as it progresses. Make sure you follow Kyle Cheney. He is often in the courtroom reporting on the Proud Boys trial. So follow him for updates as well. All right, we will be right back with the good news, everybody. Stick around. After these messages, we'll be right back. I don't know about you, but I like saving time during my busy weeknights, and that's why I use Green Chef. I recently got a chance to try the roasted chicken with lemon crema. It was phenomenal. It is a bright and creamy lemon sauce. It's keto-friendly. I cannot wait to have it again. We've teamed up with Green Chef, number one meal kit for eating well, and they have a deal for you. You can go to greenchef.com slash dailybeans60 and use code dailybeans60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. And right now, Green Chef offers 10-minute lunches. Each week's menu will include two low-prep nutritious lunch recipes with no cooking required. Perfect for when you're pressed for time or on the go. And with Green Chef, you can eat well at lunchtime too. Green Chef and Factor are now both owned by HelloFresh. And with a wide array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I've used both brands. I love them both. They're both delicious. Both save so much time. And now you can try them both too. You even get a discount. Uh, As the only keto meal kit out there, by the way, Green Chef makes it easier to stick to a carb-conscious lifestyle. And their pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices make it even easier. You can put the time and energy you save onto meal prep towards achieving your 2023 goals. And Green Chef offsets 100% of their carbon footprint, which is why I love them, as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. So not just delicious food that's easy and time-saving, but 100% offsets their carbon footprint and 100% of the plastic in every box. So go to greenchef.com slash dailybean60 and use code dailybean60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash dailybean60 and code dailybean60. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Who likes good news, everyone? Then good news, everyone. Good news, good news. And if you have any good news, confessions, corrections, you want to play What the Mutt, or you have some fun Santa letters or Tooth Fairy letters, or Easter Bunny letters, or anything shit kids say, shit adults say, shit you say, um, send it to us, please, by going to dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. First up from Kate E, pronoun she and her, hello again from an American in Canada, voting blue by absentee ballot. I appreciate the work you do. It looks like this George Santos saga is going to continue, so I want to offer a gentle correction on the pronunciation of Nassau County. I spent 10 years in neighboring Suffolk County, 
And like George Santos, I would have done anything to be anywhere else. Probably just me and George. So I can tell you that on Long Island, we say Nassau County, like the tool that cuts through wood, not Nassau County, like the sound George would make stepping on rakes. Nassau County, Nassau County. Okay, Nassau. Gotcha. You were kind enough to feature my little Yorkie on a previous episode. Oh, I remember, Kate. So I'm attaching another couple photos. It's cold up here in BC, British Columbia, and Ruby needs a coat. She doesn't like her coat, but it keeps her from shivering. The other photo is Ruby just after her hair and nails appointment. Thank you for all you do. You are all remarkable. Kate, thank you for sending this baby baby. I love Ruby so much. Look at this. Oh, and the coat. What a sweetie. Thank you for sending in that that correction. And thanks for sending the, the pod pet photos. Next up, anonymous pronouns they and them. You two are the best. I can't tell you how thrilled I am that AG is getting more of the national recognition she deserves for her amazing work. Well, thank you. When you two start giggling, it just fills me with joy. Love it, love it, love it. Lastly, my pet tax is a pretty little void kitty from our local animal shelter. High Tor Animal Shelter. That's H-I-T-O-R Animal Shelter. HighTor.org. H-I-T-O-R dot org. They work hard to take care of all the animals and are worth a look if you're in the area. Oh, the baby. Hi, kittens. Thank you for sending that in. And you can always send us an adoptable pet in your area attached to any good news story you want. Next up from no name given, anonymous and no pronouns given. Hello, Beans Queens. Happy New Year from New Hampshire. Our submission is a shit kids say. About six months ago, my daughter moved her two toddlers to a religious preschool. It's a non-denominational church, so there's minimal judgment. My husband and I are now non-believers, but that's a whole other story. My daughter is driving my five-year-old granddaughter and my three-year-old grandson to school. A couple of weeks ago, she was driving them to school. When my granddaughter cries out, Mom, there's a lowercase t on the top of my school. It struck me as hilarious, but was soon saddened by my granddaughter's reaction to Jesus being nailed to the cross. You cannot make this shit up. I've attached a pic of our five-month-old lab, Finch, who will soon be trained as a companion animal for my husband. Oh, five months old, full of beans. Look at that beautiful baby. Thank you for sending that in. And thanks for the shit kids say. That's hilarious. Mom, there's a lowercase t on top of the school. So funny. Next up from April, pronouns she and her. Hello, beans babes. My partner Sandy and I are both patrons and listen to your shows faithfully. We thought you might get a kick out of our gentleman Jack, a.k.a. Jack-Jack, Just Jack, Jack-O-Lantern, and Jumpin' Jack. He's a very silly three-year-old chocolate dapple long-haired dachshund. <laughs> April, this is so great. My company, Dachshund Delights, makes products for the hard-to-fit wiener dog at, and most other breeds. Sandy and I took our pack of eight for an outdoor photo shoot recently to take some updated photos of the different styles of coats we custom make. The first pick is an outtake of Jack being not so cooperative. We thought he did a fine impression of Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. The second pick is him looking quote-unquote normal. AG may know the location. It is a bridge over the Cuyahoga River at the Ohio and Erie Canal town path in Peninsula, Ohio. Would love it if you could give our small business a shout-out. We're an all-woman business working hard to produce quality, USA-made dog products. While dachshunds are our main customers, we make products for most breeds, even penutes. <laughs> Awesome. That's the the website is dachshunddelights.com. And we would love to hear from fellow Beans listeners too. Keep up the great work you and your staff do. You're truly appreciated. Okay, the uncooperative is adorable. That is the best Sid impersonation I've ever seen. And that she's got, by the way, side by side photos here of Sid 
and said dachshund, Jack. Oh, just so beautiful. I love the coloring on Jack. And that little jacket looks so cute, too. Cool. Thank you for the business shout out and the photos. Next up from Lana, pronouns she and her. I've been adopted by an incredible kitty. She showed up clean, spayed, vaxxed, and oh so sweet. Her name is Temujin Pumpkin Bubble Bubblesinski. Bubblesinski. I think I got it. Temut. Hmm. Pumpkin. It's probably Panute. Uh, Temujin, Genghis Khan, in honor of my uncle Khan, C O N N. Pumpkin, because she's the right color. Bubblesinski, in honor of my dear friend and legendary San Francisco DJ artist person, Bubbles Bubblesinski whose life was stolen by hate in San Francisco's Tenderloin District in 2017. Ah, yes. She carries some big weight with those names, and she honors them in her own way. Pushy like con, sweet like pie, loud like bubbles. Thank you for everything you do. I'm proud to be a non-card-carrying member of the Leguminati. Go beans or go home. I love it. Go beans or go home. All right. Look at this baby. Hi, sweetheart. I'm glad that, sh- that, that this cat adopted you, Lana. Congratulations. And finally, from Nancy, pronouns she and her. Hi, Beans Queens. I so appreciate having your friendly, comforting voices in my earbuds each morning, making sense of the clusterfuck of news raining down upon us. I often get a suspicious side glance from my hubby when I let out a robust chuckle. I almost did a spit take of my oatmeal this morning when another listener commented on your opening song lyrics. I am notoriously bad at hearing words set to music. Talking heads burning down the house obviously starts with pork chops and ends with turning Mickey Mouse. Uh, And I've been making a list of what I hear in your theme song. It's a new one every day. News, let's sway, or this day, or let's sway, or today, or this day. Oh my God, it's with swearing? No way. It will always be let's sway to me. No pets in this house unless you count the colony of woodchucks on our rural property. We've taken to naming them. There are so many. I guess we need a dog. (laughs) My husband likes to sneak up on their little fat butts while they're munching on clover, and then he jumps, scaring the bejesus out of them. Gets a laugh out of me every time. See pic of mommy woodchuck with babies in tow. Wish the destructive furballs weren't so dang cute. Uh, Speaking of talking heads and David Byrne specifically, I would like to recommend his email newsletter, Reasons to be Cheerful. It's my go-to when I'm feeling particularly depressed about the world my children are inheriting. It really is an uplifting read. Oh, David Byrne. Excellent. I will. And by the way, did you see him with Miley Cyrus on New Year's Eve? Excellent. Look at these little gophers. Thank you for sending them. I always think of Caddyshack when I think of gophers. Thank you, everybody, for sending in your good news. You can send it to us by going to dailybeanspod.com and clicking on contact. Uh, I will be here this weekend with your bonus weekly wrap-up Daily Beans extravaganza, unedited and raw. Uh, that's for patrons. If you want to become a patron, you can do it at patreon.com slash Mueller. She wrote at the $5 level, you get both the beans and Jack, the new podcast about special counsel with me and Andy McCabe. And uh, I think Dana will be back with us on Monday. Until then, everybody, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Vote blue over Q and bring someone with you. I've been AG and them's the beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg and Amy Carrero. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane, with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants, and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media. <laughs>